Chapter 15 of The Tale of Fatty Coon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shasta, Oakland, California. The Tale of Fatty Coon by Arthur Scott Bailey chapter fifteen fatty visits the smoke-house the winter was fast going and one fine day in february fatty coon crept out of his mother's house to enjoy the warm sunshine and see what he could find to eat fatty was much thinner than he had been in the fall he had spent so much of the time sleeping that he had really eaten very little, and now he hardly knew himself as he looked at his sides. They no longer stuck out as they had once. After nosing about the swamp and the woods all the afternoon, Fatty decided that there was no use in trying to get a meal there. The ground was covered with snow and except for rabbit tracks and a few squirrels he could find nothing that even suggested food and looking at those tracks only made him hungrier than ever for a few minutes fatty thought deeply and then he turned about and went straight toward farmer green's place he waited behind the fence just beyond farmer green's house and when it began to grow dark he crept across the barnyard as fatty passed a small low building he noticed a delicious smell and he stopped right there he had gone far enough the door was open a little way and after one quick look all around to make sure there was nobody to see him fatty slipped inside it was almost dark inside farmer green's smokehouse for that was what the small low building was called it was almost dark but fatty could see just as well as you and i can see in the daytime there was a long row of hams hung up on a line underneath them were white ashes where farmer green had built wood fires to smoke the hams but the fires were out now and fatty was in no danger of being burned the hams were what fatty coon had smelled and the hams were what fatty intended to eat he decided that he would eat them all though of course he could never have done that at least not in one night nor in a week either but when it came to eating fatty's courage never failed him he would have tried to eat an elephant if he had had the chance fatty did not stop to look long at that row of hams he climbed a post that ran up the side of the house and he crept out along the pole from which the hams were hung he stopped at the very first ham he came to there was no sense in going any further and fatty dropped on top of the ham and in a twinkling 
he had torn off a big delicious mouthful fatty could not eat fast enough he wished he had two mouths he was so hungry but he did very well with only one in no time at all he had made a great hole in the ham and he had no idea of stopping but he did stop he stopped very suddenly for the first thing he knew something threw him right down upon the floor and the ham fell on top of him and nearly knocked him senseless he choked and sputtered for the ashes filled his mouth and his eyes and his ears too for a moment he lay there on his back but soon he managed to kick the heavy ham off his stomach and he then he felt a little better but he was terribly frightened and though his eyes smarted so he could hardly see he sprang up and found the doorway fatty swallowed a whole mouthful of ashes as he dashed across the barnyard and he never stopped running until he was almost home he was puzzled try as he would he couldn't decide what it was that had flung him upon the floor and when he told his mother about his adventure as he did a whole month later she didn't know exactly what had happened either it was some sort of trap probably mrs coon said but for once mrs coon was mistaken it was very simple in his greedy haste fatty had merely bitten through the cord that fastened the ham to the pole and of course it had at once fallen carrying fatty with it but what do you suppose afterward when fatty had grown up and had children of his own he often told them about the time he had escaped from the trap in farmer green's smokehouse fatty's children thought it very exciting it was their favorite story and they made their father tell it over and over again End of chapter 15